As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Five, six, eight, five. Welcome to the Garden America Show, the country's most listened to gardening program. This is your chance to join us as we talk about gardening, horticulture, landscaping, in fact, anything that has to do with the world of gardening. The phone lines are open right now at 1-855-424-9825. That's 1-855-424-9825 for your questions and comments or john at gardenamerica.com. And if you're watching us on Facebook Live, you can also post your questions and comments right there on our page during the broadcast. Now, here's Brian Maine, John Bagnasco, and Tiger Palafox on the Garden America Radio and Media Network. Good Saturday morning. Thank you for being there from the, the get-go. This is the get-go right now. Two hours of uh, Garden America. Your garden buddies, we say hello to the Garden America Nation. Brian Maine, John Bagnasco, Tiger Palafox. Welcome Facebook Live. Welcome to those listening here in San Diego on AM 1240. And, of course, uh, streaming live, Biz Talk Radio across the uh, country, around the world. Thank you for tuning in. 855-424-9825. Want to give us a call? Or else, uh, better still, right there on Facebook Live, we will answer your questions almost immediately. Questions, comments. Busy week. Uh, I'm gonna go. Last week, I went to you, Tiger. I'm going to go to John this week because he's not paying attention to me. Uh, John, toes. John, how was your week? Oh, there you go. See, he's paying attention. He's right there. Are you talking to me? Yeah, are you talking to me? Huh? Me? What do you care how my week was? Now forget I'm, about I'm it. I'm answering listeners, Brian. Okay, really? you're you're busy. We have a listener who wants to know where their plants were from last week that they were expecting. <laughs> They're going to be uh, shipped out on Monday. Is that right? Monday we're shipping, right? Okay, I so will package them. Tiger personally with uh, a little note and yep. maybe a little. Uh, little treat little, in there? Yeah. A little, little piece little, of candy? Little, I'll, kiss, I'll kiss the box. <laughs> a, little, a little kiss, a little Hershey's kiss yeah. along with your order. So uh, busy week for everybody. This is mm. the time we can kind of wind down a little bit, talk some gardening. Uh, we did promise a podcast last week. Yeah. <laughs> we did. We did. Look at Maybe John. Look, should... look at Look at See, Look at look. I, I can't do it today. Oh. Uh. John's fault. You See, know, I told you that we I was working with yeah. budded, budded maidens after the show. Yeah, but next week Moving we're not roses. we're not on live either. We're not going to be here. We have to do a we have to do something. You and Tiger can do one. You want to do one? Yeah. Let's get something up there. We'll, yeah, do, we'll one. do one. You know what? Yeah. You guys do one, and I'll listen to it. How about that? <laughs> will you listen? I will. You will want, not I'll, live. That's okay. Well, that's the whole beauty of a podcast. Yeah. Jo- John's going to come back to the show with all his notes for us. <laughs> hey guys and by the way if, if you uh subscriber to the newsletter john puts a link at the bottom of the newsletter right and you can uh, that'll take you right to the podcast iHeartMedia, or else you can download the iHeartMedia app and uh, search for garden america so you know, we, today's going to be hummingbirds 
what? The podcast. podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about hummingbird plants. Do, do we? Yeah. We got a good we 15, 20 that. minutes, right? Oh, yeah. On hummingbirds? Okay. Yeah, yeah. John? The Beatles sang a song called Hummingbird, right? Really? Oh, it was Blackbird. Blackbird and yeah. Bluebird. There's two songs, Blackbird uh, and Bluebird. No hummingbird song. No hummingbird song. I can tell you the origin of Blackbird later on off the air. Okay. Quite interesting. You know, um, I was I wanted to tell you that I'm really excited. I don't know if I went over this with you guys. Because you're budding? No, because we're working on our tour for next year. Let's. Can we give a little bit of it? Can we spill a few beans? Yeah, it's not uh, just... <clears throat> I guess we'll let our listeners know just so that it's something that you can watch for the details and see if you're interested. But we're going to go to the International Wildflower Festival in the Slovenian Alps. Wait, say that again because that sounds so exotic. It's the International Wildflower Festival. Yes, and it's where? In the Slovenian Alps. But the hairs in the back of my neck just stand up. Yeah, that's interesting. So we're going to go to Slovenia, and we'll stay in Lake Bled. And I'll tell you, if you if you Google Lake Bled, it's probably the most exotic place I've ever been to what about, in my life. How about it's Lake like Como? A, how about Lake Como? Oh, no, this is different. This is like you're in a fairy tale. I thought I was in a fairy tale there. Because you promised me when we left, you said, yeah. what was the last thing you said? And we're all going to live happily ever after. <laughs> well, if we go to Lake Bled, that'll happen. So then tell for, us more. Tell us more. So then from there, we're thinking of going to Salzburg, <laughs> Austria. And then from there to Prague, Czechoslovakia. How about that? That's wonderful. What a trip. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. And the one part that we weren't able to pull off and we're we're going to and I need to find out from listeners if they're interested is that I want to wanted to end up in Zangerhausen in Germany which has the world's largest rose garden but uh Matthew Brumley from Earthbound Expeditions is telling me that it's in the middle of nowhere oh and it's it's is it really, hard, hard to get to it's hard to yeah. get to it's expensive it's like a Something like an eight-hour bus tour, and oh boy, yeah. So, so what I if there's enough interest, we'll work a post trip where I'll go with you know whoever is interested in doing it. But you know we have to find a way to get there. It's just not easy to get to. It's in East Germany, um, and not near any large major cities. Now you mentioned the possibility of maybe Switzerland last week. No Switzerland. No Switzerland. That's we won't out. be near Switzerland. But you okay. know, near if you're going to go to Austria, yeah. And you're going we'll to be in the Slovenian right. Alps. Sure. But just not, maybe not Germany. Not Germany unless we end up in uh, Zangerhausen. So you mentioned three countries? Yeah. Slovenia. Slovenia. Austria. And, um, and the Czech Republic. Czech Republic. Yeah. I, sign us up. Let's go. Come on, I've listeners. Heard that the people I've talked to that have been to Prague says that it's just spectacular. And what time of year would this be? It would be the first week in June. That's a perfect time. Yeah. should be not... What's the weather? Is it does it warm up early summer over there or? Well, you know, if we did go to Zangerhausen, we the roses would just be starting to bloom. So that's how cold it is. You know, we always put things in the relationship of what's happening in California. Right. And our roses are starting to bloom now in April, right? Right. right. So June would so be the perfect time, not too hot, it'd not be too like cold. April. Yeah, it yeah. would be like Spring, April there. Springtime, sure. Yeah. It would be, um, and might even be a week too early for peak bloom all right but it just depends on the year but anyway if you're interested you know keep that open and it'll probably be about three weeks before we have all the details now we have a lot of new listeners and viewers uh, recently here on our show so for those of you that are new we've done these trips before uh, to europe uh, 
So we'll listen to us when we... Oh, it's going to be a fantastic yeah, gardening listen tour. carefully to the details because right. this is something you probably... You know, one of those once-in-a-lifetime trips, basically. And yeah. you know what was really neat is the last trip we went on, I would say there was a good percentage of people that weren't even really gardeners, but right. they just love traveling, and then... When <laughs> I you thought see... you were going to say, but their spouses made them yeah. go. No. No, <laughs> that but, was few in a, true but I mean, in a few cases. When you are traveling, it's really neat to be able to see that part of travel. Because normally when you travel, you go to restaurants, you go to museums. Right, right. But they don't always see that other side of it with gardens and, you know, but there a lot of museums have gardens or, or, or things like that. So, you know, it was really impressive to see not just gardens but just the places that we were in i felt i felt like we got a really good view of where we were you know case in point the trip that you did not go on our last trip to italy mm -hmm. that next morning there was kind of a get together a meet and greet in the lobby and there were two guys sitting in the corner and i went up introduced myself and they said we're from seattle i said well hey thank you for listening to our show and they said no we don't listen to your show <laughs> we we just know that matthew matthew brumley and uh, his uh, company earthbound expedition, earthbound expedition right. do such a good job we yeah. came across this trip, and it just so happened to be with Garden America. And I said, well, that's cool. And I think we, we made maybe some part-time listeners out of them. Yeah. Uh, because they were like, no, we, we, his trips are fantastic. And, of course, they are. If you've been on these trips, there's, there's no doubt. This is different because Matthew Taylor, these aren't template trips. No. He tailors them for us. Right. Yep. We have a comment from Rochelle on Facebook. Hi, Rochelle. She says, sign us up. Beautiful. Right. Okay, so there's, there's two right there. Yep. How many more do we need, John? <laughs> 38. Okay, th 38, and then we, uh, sure, we get, uh, everyone yeah. gets that special deal. Matthew says that um, uh, he's taken many trips and organized many trips into this area. Oh, cool. And he said that they always sell out quickly. Oh. So I'm kind of excited. It'll, it'll be fun. Yeah. I think a lot of the gardens we'll see will be gardens at, at different palaces in that part of the country. Did I hear palace? Palaces. Palaces. Who doesn't like a good palace now and then, right? That's right. Hey, John, the quarter of the week, going to get things rolling, got a break coming up, and then our guest is standing by. So uh, let's uh, let's take off. Let's do this. Well, you know, this is Easter week, Brian. Absolutely. So I thought it would be appropriate to come up with a quote about Easter, and the quote is from Mahatma Gandhi. The Mahat? Yep. <laughs> And he said, a man who was completely innocent offered himself as a sacrifice for the good of all others, including his enemies, and it became the ransom of the world. It was a perfect act. And that, the Mahat. Mahatma Gandhi. That's very interesting. Yeah. Well, good for the Mahat. <laughs> okay, 15 minutes after the hour. Tiger, uh, people listening in San Diego here, 1240. Uh, latest at Mission Hills Nursery. What's going on? Springtime? Well yeah, it's springtime. we got a lot of fun stuff going on. Plants are coming in every day. We have the new Plant Hunter selection of some uh, exotic plants. Um, so, yeah, lots of fun stuff. But I'm excited from to— from Dan Hinckley? Yep. From—no. Um, From—it's uh, um, a, it's a combination of plants from a, um, a grower by the name of Dominic who grows out a lot for um, the uh, shows, for the hmm. trials and stuff like that. So next year's plants that will be coming out. Huh. Small selection. I haven't heard of that. It's called the Plant Hunter Selection? Yeah. It's our own selection. Sounds like something I might be interested in. Is this in. something, <laughs> is this, you know, the learn something new every day for you now? Yeah. <laughs> Under that category? Okay, I want to like thank, escalators. You, thank you for jo <laughs> joining us here on uh, Garden America for this Saturday morning, Easter weekend. I'm Brian Main, along with John Bagnasco, Tiger Palafox here. Lines are open at 855-424-9825.
Give us a call if you want to speak to us. Brandon will put you on the air. Also at johnagardenamerica.com, Facebook Live. That's the best bet. As we step aside, take a break. Approaching 17 minutes after the hour here on Garden America. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Missed an episode of your favorite show? No worries. Catch all the episodes on demand at biztalkradio.com. Welcome back to the Garden America Radio Show with Brian, John, and Tiger. The phone lines are open right now at 855-424-9825. That's 855-424-9825. Or john at gardenamerica.com. If uh, he doesn't receive too many emails, uh, John at Garden America is okay. Uh, best of all, though, Facebook Live, because we monitor that. And again, the phone number, 855-424-9825. Uh, chat with Brandon. He's a good guy. He'll put you on the air. We got rid of, uh, not got rid of, but we uh, took care of business. Yeah, you know, before, just uh, one final word, because <clears> I've gotten a couple emails about the trip we were talking about for Already, that's, that's good. Yeah, it... All we wanted to do was let you know that we, we have this being planned, but it'll be three weeks before we have the information. Okay. And the uh, somebody was asking about the trip to the Rose Garden in Zangerhausen, and that won't be part of the main trip. But if we have enough interest, we will put together a post tour. Like a little side post tour? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like maybe three days, we'll zip up to Zangerhausen before we come home. Eight-hour bus trip. Yeah, zip up. That, that's what's going well, through my mind. Well, you know mind. what? I, I think we would do the, we would go from Prague to Zangerhausen then, and I think it might be like three, four hours. Well, that's that, not that bad. That won't be so bad. That's no. not bad at all. Okay, we do have all the business out of the way, so that means our guest is standing by, ready to go, Tiger. Yeah, so this morning, it is springtime. People are pulling out the uh, lawn care tools oh, out yeah. of storage, getting them greased up, ready to go. The grass is growing. The the weeds need to be pulled. And so we thought it would be a great time to bring on um, Alan Hain, the lawn care nut. Um, wonderful whoa, whoa. personality. You, you just called him a nut, Tiger. Yeah, he calls himself the nut. Okay. So I, I think it's okay. But, um, you know, a, a expert in the lawn care field. Um, Alan, good morning. Good morning. Great to be with you guys. Yeah, thank you for joining us. How's everything going this morning? It's great. 
checking in from sunny Florida. It's cloud-proof right now, nice and blue, probably going to hit 80 today, so we're doing well down here. Ah, perfect. So you're in the, you're just like us. We're here in San Diego, so you got spring full in effect for you, right? Yeah, I got St. Augustine grass here, and it's been running real strong for the last several weeks, so things are looking Hey, Alan, quick, quick question. Uh, does the humidity kick in this time, or is that a little too soon for your Florida humidity? little too soon right now. We, uh, we are not in the rainy season quite yet. We'll hit rainy season end of May, early June, and that's when the humidity really gets sweltering. But this time of year now is perfect. Awesome. Sounds good. Hey, so, Alan, tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, because you're a well-known lawn care expert across the nation, um, but you are new to our program. So tell us a little bit about your background and, and why you got into you know, lawns. For sure, yeah. I'm, first of all, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself an expert. <laughs> I'm a guy <laughs> that, that learned from experiences and just uh, loves to talk. Um, but I started uh, at True Green Chem Lawn back in 1997 as a job after I got out of the Air Force and uh, spent 15 years there. That was on the south side of Chicago, cool season grass, and uh, held a lot of different jobs there, uh, service manager, marketing manager, and general manager, and just kind of moved my way up through the True Green ranks. And Really enjoyed that, but over time I started to realize that, you know, we had some challenges with communicating with customers, and the Internet was becoming a big thing, and especially as mobile started taking off in 2007 and 8. And I realized there was a little bit of a hole there, and I wanted to fill it, and can't really do that sometimes in large corporations. So I started a little blog, and uh, that blog turned into something pretty big, and then I took it onto YouTube. And, uh, you know, just in the last couple years, it's really become something on YouTube. There wasn't a lot of a lot of people caring about lawn care on YouTube until about two years ago. And so the real growth of the channel has happened just in the last couple of years. I don't work for True Green anymore, obviously. <laughs> I <laughs> did a lot of other things, but now I do this full time. So that's how it kind of works. I have my own DIY. I kind of consider it, you know, like an HGTV kind of DIY show. It's just on YouTube and it's about lawns. Awesome. And, and you know, you could, you could be an expert because, I mean, you know, a lot of experts that have studied things for lots of years sometimes don't know even the people of uh, what people right. know that have been doing it for years and years and years. And so, you know, I you know I always see this when um you know especially like a golf course manager, you know, they go to school for this, they spend years at you know universities studying you know lawn care systems, irrigation systems, stuff like that. But then when you're actually working on that golf course and learning those little ins and outs, you know, that's the real expert part of it, understanding sure. what's going on and why you might have a problem or what's causing the problem. So, yeah, Alan, I think it's I think you could be called an expert. No problem at all there. Yeah, especially, Alan, if, if we get questions this morning from our Facebook viewers or listeners, you're going to have to answer them. So <laughs> no pressure. I think we have one of Alan's followers on Facebook because he says, uh, good morning, may the tall fescue be with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have our own little vernacular and own language we've developed in our community. And uh, that's the whole thing. You know, my, my community is 99% DIYers. And that is part of what I try to do is I, I really do I want them to understand the math behind what we do and the science and the why we're doing what we're doing instead of, hey, just throw this down. It's let me tell you why we're doing it. Let me tell you the math behind it and what you should expect and what results you'll know. So we do try to get pretty technical in that, but I try to do it in a way that is approachable for a DIYer. And that's that's kind of the niche I've carved out. And it's been really fun to do that. That's awesome. So it is the end of April right now, Alan. Um, you know, for a lot of people, they might be still under snow, but they're getting ready for spring. For those of us that are lucky to be in the southern part of the country, we are in full effect with spring. What What's something right now that people need to consider, whether they're 
still getting ready for spring or whether the spring is starting about lawns, no matter where you're at? Yeah, I love it. So actually, I consider actually May 5th, which is, uh, or this year, May 4th, which is the Kentucky Derby Day. I always consider that to be the peak of lawn care across Mm. a good portion of the country. Cool season, warm season grasses should all be kicked in pretty hardcore uh, right around that time. So we're getting close to that. But we still have an opportunity for pre-emergent herbicides to stop crabgrass. That's really the big one, especially up through the Midwest and in the north. Soil temperatures approaching 55 is when I like to start throwing down some pre-emergent. And then in the south, you know, we can do a second application or a split application of pre-emergent herbicides when temperatures hit 70. So that's the thing I would still start making sure you're focusing on is your pre-emergent so you can stop crabgrass and other, other challenges during the year. And then the other thing I tell people is to get out and mow. That really the best way to, con- to make your lawn look better, uh, grow more healthy if you have rhizomous or stolenous grasses to make them spread out and get thicker is to mow. And I tell people to mow twice a week. So get in that uh-huh. habit right now, mow every Wednesday and then mow every Saturday or Sunday. So those are the two things I would do right out the gate is to get in those two habits. Yeah, and it you know the frequent mowing keeps the weeds controlled because they don't go to flower or anything like mm-hmm. that. And you know I didn't realize so if mowing two times a week, huh? Yeah, you know, I had challenged people to do that because I believe the cultural practice is the number one way to have a healthy healthy lawn. When I did work for True Green, one of the biggest reasons why our applications would fail was not due to the application or the weather or the technician. It was due to improper mowing or improper cultural practices, and mowing is really what we're talking about. So and, if you I know, can it's get such someone a, out I'm to sorry. mow, they're going to get better results. And I was going to say, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it's such a simple thing. People just mow the grass because the grass gets gets tall. They want to keep it a certain level. But what you're saying is by mowing it twice a week, you're prepping yourself for the upcoming season, correct? Exactly right. And you're, you're encouraging more lateral growth in those types of grasses, and you're also encouraging more root growth. You know? And as well as I, you know, I like there's, to think there's another piece to that. There's the exercise you get. It's a good excuse to get out and get exercise. Clear your head on a Wednesday night. Get out and mow with the sun setting in your face. Those are beautiful things, and I think that makes a connection with your land. And I know that gets a little bit, you know, strange or whatever, but I really believe there's something to that, that the more you connect with your land, the more you will want to care for it. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break. Alan, stay with us. I'm sure more questions coming your way from us and our viewers and listeners. Want to give us a call? It's 855-424-9825. Better still right there on Facebook. Uh, type out your question, your comment for Alan or one of us, and we'll uh, get to it right away. John at GardenAmerica.com as we approach 30 minutes after the hour. Brian Maine, John Bagnasco, Tiger Palafox. Thank you for tuning in, supporting Garden America. Much more as things develop on the possible European tour next year. Until then, message is coming. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Watch some of your favorite shows on Biz TV. Check to see if you get Biz TV by going to biztv.com. And now back to Biz Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Garden America Radio Show with Brian, John, and Tiger. The phone lines are open right now at 855-424-9825. That's 855-424-9825 or john at gardenamerica.com. And uh, 35 minutes after the hour, happy Saturday. Thank you so much for tuning in. A lot of new people uh, listening and watching this morning here on uh, Facebook and uh, whatever other source that you're listening to us, be it the radio or the Internet, as we stream live on BizTalk Radio. Brian Main, Tiger Palafox, John Bagnasco here. Great guest and questions coming in already. Let's make sure that we have addressed everything with Alan before we go on to the questions, Tiger. Yeah, so again, we're talking with Alan Hain, the lawn care nut. And, you know, we were just wrapping up the conversation about what to do to get ready for spring. He had mentioned mowing the lawn a couple times a week um, just to be able to make sure it's getting growing. Um, also, I, I kind of feel, Alan, you were kind of hinting at just the the environment. I mean, when you're in touch with what's going on with the lawn, it's easier to solve problems. And everybody loves that fresh smell of cut grass oh, yeah. and that green stain you get on the bottom of your sneakers after you've kind of worked on the lawn for a little bit. So um, I definitely see where you're going with that, where just getting out there and doing something can solve most of every problem in the lawn. We're getting a lot of um, questions coming across our uh, Facebook live feed, Alan, so we're going to start answering some of those. Um, the first question with the um, bug The bug, John, John. I think it's Sean. Okay, uh, Alan, this is from Sean, and he wants to know, what application method do you recommend for removing bugs like spiders and fleas and stuff from the lawn? Uh, a granular application of something or a spray? Yeah, so this is one, um, and I w it's funny because everybody always wants to ask me questions about what chemicals to apply. I think sometimes people think I'm the chemical nut. Uh, because, <laughs> just to say real quick, because sometimes when you do things on social media, people only see what you do once a week, and they don't see you hand-pulling the other five days of the week. Yeah. Um, so I just want to make that clear. It's not always a chemical solution for everything. However, in this case, I would call this nuisance pest, right? We're not trying to knock out something that's hurting our crop here. I practice integrated pest management, but that's not the, the case here. This is nuisance pests, and also mosquitoes will come up a lot, especially mm -hmm. in your turf-type tall fescues that you're mowing at four inches, maybe your watering is coming up, you have mosquito issues. So I don't know what to, and I think that question may have come in out of California. I'm looking out on the live feed, but I, there's a product called Cutter, and it's a it's a uh, attachable to your hose. It's a hose-in sprayer. It's like mm -hmm. 10 bucks. It's at Walmart. It's at Target. I think the beta cyhalophrin or something is the active ingredient, but that'll knock out all the ants, fleas, spiders, ticks, mosquitoes, and uh, gives you some residual for a few months. So that's a real cheap and ineffective way to go after it, and you can get it just about anywhere. And you just, you just spray, on, spray it on your lawn? It's that simple? Yep, you just hook it up to the hose. I think it covers 5,000 square feet, so you have to measure your lawn oh. first, which is another thing I talk about quite often, measuring your lawn. That's knowing your land. What does it feel like to walk 1,000, 5,000, those types of things? So you can get that application done properly and effectively and according to the label. But, yeah, liquid's going to work a lot quicker. Hey, Alan, you know, 
right now in California, we had a lot of rain, and I'm, I know you guys are used to a lot of rain in Florida, but you mentioned something, mosquitoes, and one of the things that they're pushing right now is, you know, mosquitoes don't need a ton of water. They don't need a swimming pool to start having their, their problem begin. You know, it can come in just a little puddle, and lawns sometimes have poor draining issues where even, even though you might not think of it, but you do have a puddle in your lawn, is there anything that you recommend to kind of help the drainage? Because, you know, for us, this is a new problem where our lawns are just becoming little pools of area because we've got so much water in our soil. But for you, this is probably pretty normal to have a lot of water. Is there anything you guys do there to help drainage in lawns? Well, so our soil is very sandy here, so we get good drainage um, as it is. But the one mm. thing I will tell people is for sure all the water that comes off your roof, that that's doubling up and doubling down on what's in the lawn. So my first thing is, is what can you do about your downspouts? Do you need to put in mm. some drains that run out to the street? What do you need to do to manage all of the water coming off the roof? If you just do that, I think that would help. Another thing is, you know, shady areas may hold water a little bit longer, that type of thing. And also cut the lawn a little bit shorter. Turf-type tall fescue, we definitely want to keep taller Kentucky bluegrass. But if you have mosquitoes, it's okay to cut it a little shorter as long as you're managing it that way. Um, you know, I think there are products you can put in the soil to help it drain, you know aeration products and things like that mm. but i really think if you take care of some of the basics first like i said yeah just directing water a little better i think that can clear up some of the problem okay Good john notes. john a question from wayne all right uh wayne wants to know he says uh, he has tons of dandelions and crabgrass what's the best spreader setting to use on weed and feed treatment and how long should you wait before watering after doing that um and then also, this, I guess, isn't for Wayne, but for us, do we have any triple grafted tomatoes left? <laughs> no, we're sold out, uh, unfortunately. Um, and we can address his uh, other question later on. But if you can answer the question about uh, spreader settings are going to depend on the product and the spreader itself, right? Yes, for sure. And, and the, the other thing, with, I would question if it's crabgrass this early. I don't know where where that uh, He's question came from. He's in the central coast of California, and in in San Diego area for sure. We have crabgrass up already. Mm. Yeah, but that's, that's uh, my, but a lot, lot of, of people do right. mistake Bermuda grass for crabgrass. Yes, they do, and or you know potentially. Uh, again, I'm not sure what you have to deal with out there in California, but you know Poa trivialis, Poa annuas. This time of year, there's a lot of different things that we can see. So I would question that, but. But dandelions, you can almost, you know, give them a dirty look and they'll go away. So pretty much any, <laughs> any over-the-counter type, you know, product you can get, three-way herbicide that's probably going to have, and again, here we go, the chemical guy, but, you know, some 2,4-D in it, maybe some dicamba. There might be a little, little quinclorac in there for escapee crabgrass that could be around, but that, that'll knock your dandelions out. The, the key to managing dandelions is to get rid of that big crop, don't let it go to seed, and, mm -hmm. you know, within two or three years, you're not going to get that much more if you have a dense turf stand. Those little wispy seeds that blow around are not going to be able to establish in a dense turf stand. So it's a couple years of really hammering it, and then you should be good. Yeah. And then uh, the – uh, also. Don't recommend the, weed and feeds. I, I don't. Okay. In the end of his question, uh, how long do you wait after applying before watering? Yeah, so every product will tell you, you know, if it needs to be watered in or not. So mm -hmm. uh, usually your liquid herbicides, they need 24 hours or so before that, that you should water there. Um, again, I don't recommend weed and feeds. I just, I, I would rather do something that's a little bit more integrated pest management where I can control the weed control zone spray here, spot spray there, and not just spread it everywhere. 
Yeah, and you know, you had mentioned something earlier, Alan, that you know a lot of people see you know your your little show, your little spot on a product. You know, you're focusing on a a, a problem or something like that, but you don't they don't see you out there for a couple hours hand pulling a lot of those weeds and you know a lot of those dandelions a lot of those um you know crabgrasses and stuff you take a little weeder out into your lawn and you can pull a lot of stuff out in 30 to 40 minutes you know i mean obviously you have a huge lawn that's kind of a chore right right you know for those people that just have a small front or back lawn you can pull dandelions at anything yeah yeah and you know then you know returning the health so so you know, you said this is a series of over a, a couple of years, you're going to need to solve this weed problem from growing in lawns because the seeds will stay in there and they'll come back, Alan. Um, what do you tell people to encourage new growth? So, you know, it is springtime. They're getting some of those holes from where they had weeds in the in the lawn. Now they want to encourage that lawn to kind of grow back. What, what are some things that you can recommend to have them encourage new growth in the lawn? Yeah, so I look at, uh, with warm season turf, especially St. Augustine grass, Bermuda, Zoysia, those are going to spread by rhizome and solen. So just the extra mowing that I recommend is really going to push those, as well as your, you know, Kentucky bluegrass will do the same thing. Fescues and that, they just get fat, but they don't necessarily spread that way. So the other thing I do recommend is, and I do, I call it, you know, furt pretty hard here. You know, let's throw some furt down. I like malorganite because of a lot of reasons it adds carbon to the soil, feeds microbes has a, you know, what we would call slow release. It's also goof-proof. I have a lot of reasons why I like malorganite, but you, I, I tell people to hammer that in fairly hard, 12 pounds per thousand, which we get into the math, it's 6%, you know, mm. nitrogen, so that's 0.72 or about three-quarter pounds of N if you put down 12 pounds per thousand of that. And I say hammer that in every four to five weeks your first year and really, it's like a bulking cycle for a weightlifter. Just go ahead and hammer <laughs> that in there and then keep, the, keep that mowing going with it and your lawn will explode. And then in the fall, you can you can top it off with a little aeration overseed if you need to on the cool season turf. You know, we did have a question on got a couple of two or three more St. Augustine since we were just talking about it. And uh, this person wants to know, uh, can I aerate my St. Augustine lawn uh, even with heavy weeds? I have a lot of hard, rocky soil in my front yard. So, I mean... I've, I don't typically think that St. Augustine should need to be seeded. I just I, I call I call St. Augustine grass and definitely Bermuda grass. I call them alpha male grass. They will cut through, break through anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the soil is rocky, that's obviously a, a bigger challenge that aeration isn't going to solve. But I mm-hmm. recommend using organic fertilizers. Let's get some carbon in the soil and let's really have that soil start to create topsoil on its own through root cycling and things like that. And, and let's build the soil that way naturally over time by using organic fertilizers and, you know, humic acid, things like that as well. Yeah, those are all, you know, really good things. And it's awesome to hear that some of the things that you're doing there in Florida are similar to the things that you're doing in California. And then, you know, I know lawns in the the south and the north are also really big too. So they're getting ready to do a lot of these similar tasks. Alan, we're going to take another commercial break here. When we get back, um, we'll keep chatting about lawn care. Yeah, we've got more questions, too, on Facebook. So keep the questions coming. We'll do our best to uh, get to as many as possible. Also, John at GardenAmerica.com. That seems to be the place where people are inquiring about the possible trip. 855-424-9825 on this Saturday morning. Welcome to the Garden America Radio Show on the media network of Garden. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From Main Street to Wall Street, we have the business content you need. So sit back, take notes, and tell your friends about Biz Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Garden America Radio Show with Brian, John, and Tiger. The phone lines are open right now at 855-424-9825. That's 855-424-9825. Or john at gardenamerica.com. And we thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Great show so far. A lot of response, a lot of questions still to get to. Our guest, Alan, this morning giving us a lot of info on, on grasses, 855-424-9825. And speaking of that, uh, on the phone, let's go to Chico. Gordon is on the phone with a question. Gordon, good morning. Welcome to Garden America. How can we help you? Good morning. Um, I have um, a lawn that has quite a bit of shade in it, and I've gotten an infestation of uh, moss. I've uh, tested the soil. In certain areas, it's um, 6, and some places it's 6.5. And I would like to get rid of the moss. I'll, right. I'll bet there's a lot of shade yeah. going on where your grass is, right, yeah. Gordon? That's correct. Yeah, he had said. Yeah, yeah exactly. Alan, do you have any tips on getting rid of moss in a shady lawn? Yeah, unfortunately, it's not an easy thing, as I've often said that uh, trees are the natural enemy to the lawn, and uh, in this case, you're seeing why. And I don't mean to say cut down the tree, but it's kind of going to have to be one or the other because lawns need full sun. There's no such thing as a dense shade lawn. So right. you need to get more sunlight in there and solve both problems. And, Gordon, is your irrigate, do you have irrigation running in the lawn? Yeah, it's on an automatic uh, sprinkling system. One thing that you could possibly do, because, you know, obviously the moss is growing where it's shady and yeah. damp, is... It never dries out, right? Yeah, is... Um, cutting down the irrigation in that area. And if you have, because sometimes that's what happens. You have a sunny part of the lawn, but it's all on one system, and you got a shady part of the lawn. Well, you can, you know, cut down the water in the shady part of the lawn by maybe turning off a couple sprinklers or putting low-flow sprinkler heads in that area, but then leaving the sprinklers the normal in the sunny part of the lawn. But, um, you know, definitely cutting down water to that area of the lawn would help with the moss as well. You know, and then to go along with what Alan was saying, uh, you know, you may not want to cut down the tree if it's providing necessary shade, you know, especially in mm-hmm. the summer. But if you have someone, uh, if you can't do it yourself, go in and lace out yeah, the tree. Yeah, thin it out. So Just so you let in a little bit more yeah. light, um, you know, that would help. Yeah. Is that good, Gordon? Okay, would would um, uh, reseeding with a, um, a more shade-tolerant grass seed help also? It would grow more dense. Yeah, I mean, it depends, you know, as Alan would mention, how much shade you have. Because if it's deep, deep shade where it never really gets direct sunlight, there is no grass seed that is that shade capable. There are some some, uh, shade 
blends of buffalo grass mm-hmm. that for your area you may want to try. That's and, a whole different ball game, buffalo grass, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, they might be hardy there. And then in California, of course, we use St. Augustine in shady areas mm-hmm. because it does tolerate the shade better than anything else. Yeah. I guess we should ask Alan how we're doing with our answers. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I, think I will. You're right on for sure. Okay, I will start with modifying the um, the water and then go from there. Perfect. All right. Well, if, can, if you can thank lace that tree. Much. Okay, Gordon. Thank you, bud. You know, we didn't even ask him what kind of tree it was. Oh yeah. Oh, anyway. there it's, I live in a walnut orchard. Oh, oh okay. okay. All right, Gordon, thanks for your phone call, buddy. Appreciate it. Okay. Hey, All right, thanks. Bye. Thank you. From Chico. Hey, Alan, um, right now, you know, speaking of Gordon's question, there's another question on our Facebook about growing a lawn on a 30 to 40 degree slope. You know, what should I do? You know, the sprinklers and stuff like that. Do you guys have, and I'm sure you guys do, but. They don't do have you, slopes in Florida. Are you they, kidding? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys use the. The low flow, like MP rotator sprinklers there as well for some of those areas where you're trying to get the water to stay versus like the high flow sprinklers? Or, or what, what do you guys do in that situation? Yeah, we definitely don't have that many hills, and I'm not an irrigation expert. So uh-huh. typically what I tell people when they're trying to grow grass on a hill is then deep roots are even more important than anything else because, again, it does shed water. So whatever you can do to create deeper roots in the grass on that hill or around that hill are going to help it to, you know, retain water better. Um, but it's it's one of those things. That, this is probably one of my subscribers asking me one of the questions that I avoid because there's not a <laughs> support all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I can help in some way because, you know, whenever you have a lawn on a slope, one of the hardest things to do is get water to it. You know, it all just runs right run off, right? right down, yeah. Well, if you have it on a timer, what you can do is have it run for a minute or two, shut down. 30 minutes later, an hour later, have it run for another minute or two. So rather than running it for six or eight minutes straight and just having four to five minutes of water running off into the street, you know, that minute or two of watering will stay usually up on that slope. But also, you know, nowadays they have wonderful sprinkler heads that are low flow sprinkler heads that you can run for 15 to 20 minutes. But there's such a low flow right coming up very very slow on the on the soil that they don't run off so it of soaks slopes. in almost not immediately but it soaks in because it's very slow yeah you're not bombarding yeah. you're not dumping a bucket of water on a sure. slope you're just simply having that bucket and dripping out a little bit every time yeah so um so definitely do that but um I, alan is correct also in the sense of you know the best way to keep lawn on a slope is deep roots which goes back to his recommendations on fertilizing humic acid you know, the mowing, getting it to grow vigorously, but deep watering to get those roots to grow deep are sure. also going to help benefit it as well. Um, Alan, before we take you too far off on people's questions, I want to ask you. we got a top of the hour break coming up here soon. Um, so we may have to uh, spill over. We'll see. Okay. Um, is, the, uh, is there anything that you wanted to address for, for people out there, um, you know, in terms of lawn care, in terms of, who you are in terms of how to get a hold of you, um, information to watch from you, stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. So you can, if you just Google search the Lawn Care Nut, um, you'll see my different social media platforms. But YouTube is the main place that I run, and uh, it is the channel is called The Lawn Care Nut. You'll see it. There's, I have about 230,000 subscribers. And then I also have a podcast called Lawns Across America where I answer questions every single week, and you can also Google that. That'll be on iTunes, and it's also on uh, YouTube. So those are the two best places to find me, as well as my website is thelawncarenut.com. John, did we take care of most of the questions here? Yeah, I think so, and 
Alan just told people how to get hold sure. of him if they didn't get their question answered, and uh, that'll give him something to do during the week. And if yeah. you're new to the program, I do want to remind you, after Alan, we do have another hour. There's an hour after this, if you want to stay with us after the interview with Alan and uh, perhaps uh, uh, gain some new viewership and listeners. Yeah, and Alan, um, you know, it's been fun. You know, chatting with you and your your listeners have also been entertaining. I yes. mean, we're following along with the Facebook, and there's a lot of chatter going on. I, I like that you guys have your lingo, but I like that. You know, one of the one of the comments was a guy, and he's just said, "Just just came in from working in the yard. The daughter was raking up leaves. The wife was mowing the lawn. I was putting down pre-emergent." A lot of fun stuff. Um, is this our top of the break? This is it. Top of the All hour right. news break. Thanks so much for being with us, yeah, Alan. Thanks, we hope Alan. to have you on again. Thank you very much. I had a great time. Okay. Here. Okay, and for the rest of you, if you're new to the program, we have one more hour to go. We'll address uh, whatever issue you want to talk about uh, from a horticultural standpoint, of course. Brian Maine, John Bagnasco, Tiger Palafox, 855-424-9825, Facebook Live, John at GardenAmerica.com. We are back at six minutes after. Stay with us. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.